Hi, friends, and welcome to All Things Relatable, a place where stories are shared. It's hard to put a value on a story because the lasting effects it can have are often priceless. An individual's story has the potential to impact our lives in tremendous ways. My hope for you in joining me today is that this episode resonates with you and that you leave enlightened, ignited, and inspired because it only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. Hey y'all, today is a solo episode and I am here to talk to you all about cancel culture. So this idea has been sparked from Barbara Heller. She did a one woman show, which was incredible. I watched it yesterday as I was cooking up a smorgasbord of different dishes for the week, feeling so proud of myself, kicking ass, taking names, Got some tacos done, some lasagnas, and some ribs all done while I got to watch this show. So anyways, part of her theme of her show is about this idea of cancel culture. And so inspired me to record this episode because this has kind of been simmering around in my brain for a while. I've kind of had these thoughts that I've just held on to and never thought to share them, but... I think it's something that we really need to bring light to and really reflect on to see if we have this mindset. So first example that I want to bring up is Ellen, my lovely, beautiful Ellen DeGeneres, who I absolutely love. And so a few years ago, a friend had texted me and said, have you seen the happenings in the news the things about Ellen that people are saying, because I know how much you love her. Ellen, if you're listening, I love you. (laughs) Um, And I kind of heard about it, but didn't dig into it. And my response was, based on what I know about her over the how many years, about how people talk about her, how she shows up in the world, the things that she does, the place that her heart is in feels so genuine that I wasn't going to let one bad moment ruin her completely to cancel her out for me because I'm human too. And there's been times where I haven't been perfect and I've done some shitty things and I've got the opportunity to learn from my mistakes and to move forward in a different light. So there was that, that I was just like, oh man, to be in the public eye has got to be so hard because you almost have to be perfect you lose that humanness about you and anything you say, anything you do, you get scrutinized and analyzed and brought into the light under the microscope. But you can be a wonderful human 99.9% of the time and that isn't shone up (laughs) into the stars and put under the microscope. But when we make mistakes, sometimes... That's 
what ends up happening. So just a reminder to give people a little bit of grace. And I remember Ellen once saying that, that it was hard because her whole message is all about being kind and she's human. So everybody expects her everywhere she goes at every moment to be this kind, wonderful human, which she is, that is part of who she is, but she's not always in a chipper mood. She can have bad days, grumpy days. People can annoy her. And so when she's got this expectation to be kind 24 seven, that's a lot to live up to. So there's that. And I'm just going to give you a few examples from my life where, thank goodness, I got a second chance or a third chance, or I got to learn from my mistakes and I didn't just get canceled out. So I remember this one. I still remember this. It's like ingrained into my brain. It is ingrained into my brain because of the guilt and shame that I felt from this moment. So my story into motherhood, if you've been here for a while, you know that it wasn't an easy one. And so when I had my son, I really feel like I was an amazing mother. I was a really, really good mother. And I don't know, he was like one or two, I think it was two years later. I think he was about two. And I was like this awesome mother. And then I had a moment. It was early morning. I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone we ended the conversation. Then the next little bit getting into the car was kind of one little tiny thing at a time was happening. I can't remember, but I remember the final straw was when I walked into the garage, there was a rake or a broom that was on the floor and I stepped on it and the handle flew up and whacked me in the head. And Then getting into the car seat, I was just, I lost it. It was like all of the exhaustion, all of the being the best mother, all of everything just escaped me. And I yelled really loud at my son in the car. And I was just like, be quiet. And then I looked down and I I had must have pocket dialed my friend or I hadn't ended the call. And I thought, oh my gosh, I feel horrible. So horrible. I feel like the worst mother in the whole entire world. And let's say 95% of the time, I was this awesome mother, I felt like. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is one moment in time but forever will be ingrained in my mind and in her mind, thinking that I'm the most terrible mother for yelling like that. And so I'm like, I held so much guilt over that and so much shame over that for so many years. And I discussed it with another friend because I just couldn't let it down because I thought, this is one moment in time. It wasn't my greatest moment. I am human. And I make mistakes and can learn from them. And she said, Candace, I have seen you 
over and over and over again. And you are an amazing mother. So you just need to like, let this go. Everybody has those moments. Everybody yells. And so, yeah, that was something that, that haunted me for so long. Another moment too, for me, a learning, a really good learning experience for me. I was teaching a couple years back and I took on a teacher's class who was like a master teacher and she taught for like 25 years, I think. And so she had left me a few poems and a few things to carry on that she was doing. And so I think it was January or something. And the poem that we were doing was called Eskimo. And it was Eskimo, Eskimo, something, 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 Eskimo, Eskimo, something, something, something. I just knew that's the way that it started. So anyhow, the students said, oh, what's an Eskimo? So I showed some pictures and we discussed the people who lived in the North and all the things. And then we sent the poem home and a parent emailed me and said, yeah, that is a, de- a derogatory word. You need to reteach the children that that is not what we call these people. That is actually the definition is of people who eat raw meat. Please go back and reteach them that they are called Inuit. And oh my gosh, my heart sunk. I'm like, this is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. And then I realized, okay, I can just take this as a learning experience because I'm not super into sports. I'm into motocross. If you could ask me about motocross, I can talk about motocross, but I am not super into sports. So I didn't follow that the Edmonton Eskimos had to change their name because of that reason. I didn't know that. And it might be a little ignorant, but I just, it's really hard to keep up. And I know this because in our school, we work with an elder and I think she's 70 or 80. And she said in her lifetime that the government changed her name, her people's name, seven to 11 times, something like that. So she would list them all off for us. She'd say, first they called us native and then they called us indigenous and then they called us first nations and then they called us this and then they called us that. And we as a people didn't get to decide. The government decided whether it was politically correct or not. So, I mean, the names change so frequently. What's politically correct? What's not politically correct? It is so hard to keep up. My son He's been called Bean. That's his nickname since he was in my belly in utero. And so Bean, he dressed up on Halloween as a Bean. We call him Beaner. That's his nickname. And recently he was on a video game and his name was Beaner. And then all of a sudden his, he got banned from this game And so I looked into it and I guess Beaner is now longer not accepted because it is also not a great term used for, I think it's for Mexicans. And so it's really hard to keep on top of everything that keeps changing. So I just thought, okay, this looks really bad. As a teacher, there are days 
when you think you are just killing it, you have really, really great days and you're like, okay, I've got this. I'm not perfect, but the days are going well. The students are learning. We're all having a great time. And then there are days if somebody walked in your class that you'd be like, OMG, if they saw me in this one moment, this, I don't know, one hour, this one day, they'd be like, oh my gosh, you can never teach my children. You are a terrible human being or whatever they would think based on the day and the dynamics or what's going on in the class and just take a snippet and base their entire opinion around that. So that's where I think we really have to be careful about what we're seeing. Sometimes we see a teeny tiny speck of the whole picture and we make these assumptions and we cancel people out. We banish them. We make these opinions about them and there's no coming back from it. So just remember, we are all human. We all have great days. We all have terrible days. We all have amazing moments. We all have terrible moments. And with social media and the news coverage, I think it makes things even harder because the news spreads fast and it doesn't give people an opportunity to reflect and respond and to grow and to do better next time because the opinion has already been shared and things are kind of set into stone. And then another thing is just remember and give people the opportunity to change who someone was last year, last week, last month, five years ago, might not be who they are today. We are all constantly growing and evolving in our own time. So have a conversation. Take the time to actually get to know people. And maybe if it feels right again and again, as time moves forward, because if you think about yourself last year or two years ago or three years ago, I can guarantee you are probably a different person than you are today based on your experiences. So give people the opportunity to be human. We are learning and growing and evolving and we are here to make mistakes So the next time you're thinking about banishing someone into the abyss or making an opinion based on one moment, one experience, one not so great time, maybe just dig into it a little bit more, have a little bit of compassion, give a little bit of grace, because I think the next time that you make a mistake, you'd be happy if you got that extended your way. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of All Things Relatable. If you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it, please pass it along. Also, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe.